Hi everyone, I'm Tommy, your host, and welcome to a new episode of the Anxiety Free Podcast. I used to suffer from severe anxiety, and I'm here to share my experience and how I was able to get through it. So today we're going to be talking about something quite different because since the beginning of this podcast, I've been talking about the way anxiety arrived in my life and the things that changed for me, all the medications, the treatment, but I never really talked about the way I felt about anxiety because it's such a lot that is changing in your life. And then now you need to take into consideration just to have trying to have a normal life and just make sure that um, it doesn't interfere with like anything. It's just a lot going on. Especially what I want to talk about today is what people think about anxiety, because there's a lot of stigma around anxiety. Um, There's a lot of misconception and it's it's harder for the people that have anxiety to be understood and to just um, find trust people around them even though you have friends you have family um, but not everyone is going to be up to understand um, so just before explaining how the beginning of anxiety was for me. Just a few definitions for uh, the stigma. So that's a definition that I found from the World Health Organization. So the stigma is a mark of shame, disgrace, or disapproval, which results in an individual being rejected, discriminated against, and excluded from participating in a number of different areas of the society. So in other words, The stigma is the negative stereotypes and attitudes. And for my my side, it was more about the stigma. I've never been discriminated for being anxious. Like it it never happened to me. And I don't think it's the case. In fact, uh, if I'm not participating in certain areas of the society, um, this is because I didn't want to, um, because of my anxiety. But like that was that was me not wanting to do so. So yeah, not discrimination for me. Like that wasn't a, that wasn't a thing. But it's true that with anxiety, when you're gonna talk about what you're feeling, there's gonna be a lot of people that they will think it's a personal weakness, and that's a complete misconception, obviously, because it's just the body being painful. It's like having too much emotions that you can't really control them and. Because because sometimes some people will have a misconception about anxiety, they're not going to be providing the best help and the best support for their friends or their family who have anxiety. So some people would want to seek for support. And, you know, sometimes when you think that you have something, you have like um, an issue, a problem, you know that it's a problem. Just because you know it's a problem also in people's eyes, uh, maybe you're not going to try to seek for help or seek for support. So more people is going to think that anxiety is a sign of personal weakness. Well, it's actually not. It's just like your body is processing a lot of emotions and 
inexplicable pains um, that it's becoming uncomfortable and just part of your daily life. And uh, especially there's a big misconception for the people that are thinking that they are anxious just once. I don't know. They they they're anxious about like not being ready for something or not uh, being able to um, to go to the market in time. I don't I don't know. And there's there's really people who is going to feel the anxiety and they're not going to breathe and it's just going to be intense and it's going to be repetitively like it's going to happen to them quite often. For me, that was interesting because I never really heard about anxiety as being the actual anxiety that I was living, you know, when, when I had my first panic attack, I had fucking no idea what was this. So I start talking to people very openly about, oh my God, I had that. I was so weird. And you know, like it makes me think that when you don't know like about like a symptom, so when you don't know about a disease, you don't know how intense it could be. Uh, and you don't know about the stigma that goes with it as well. I remember like when my mom got diagnosed with cancer, I was 12. I had fucking no idea uh, what was cancer at 12. So when my mom got back at the house and then she told us that she was very, very sick uh, and that because she has a uh, cancer, well, first we were like, oh, but that's fine. She's just sick, uh, but you don't have the stigma. So, um, I'm talking about this because I can totally relate to that with anxiety, like as in, I didn't know it was anxiety before, so I didn't know how bad it could be. So I went straight to my friend and then I was literally talking about them, about my condition. And I was like, oh my God, this happened to me. I did understand that something was different when I was talking to people because not everyone would understand. Not everyone was like, no, I never felt this way. Oh, that's really weird. But if you have all these thoughts, that's probably in your head, blah, 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 blah. That was very weird. Even like since day one, because when I had my panic attack and I wonder, when I was explaining to my best friend who was my flatmate at the time, I was like, well, look, that's what's happening to me right now. Like I'm, I'm feeling like my body's collapsing. And then he was looking at me and he was like, no, I think your body is just fine right now. You look, you look okay. Just sit down. So see, like it really started at this point, not feeling, uh, understood. So, so just because there is not a lot of people that can understand you, you tend to feel like you're crazy. You becoming crazy and you're losing. I'm, I mean, I'm nothing right now about this, but this is really a sensation that I felt. I was like, oh, I'm actually becoming crazy and there's no one who's telling you at the beginning well there's an end to it or you can get through it blah blah blah. so it it wasn't really helpful for me I was like oh my god I'm becoming crazy people are not understanding me um and it's just very hard to find people to talk to so every time that I was finding someone with a similar experience um probably had at least one panic attack I'm like oh my god I need really need to talk to this person because I feel alone I feel alone not talking to anyone uh and not feeling understand which in fact at the beginning I was feeling okay about my anxiety but then in the middle I was like well I'm actually now I'm actually crazy and this is going to be the end 
And that's why I wanted to have a lot of therapy because, uh, and, and do everything because I was like, no, 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 this is not the end for me. That's not what I wanted. I really, really need to get back to normal because I knew the Tommy before and it was great. I, I had no any problem with him. I don't want this Tommy right now to live forever. I want to be back to what was Tommy before or probably a better version than before. Yeah. It's very, very easy to be trapped because, because no one's understanding you and literally anxiety is every day, at least for me, it was every day, all the time. You cut yourself from people because people are not understanding you and then obviously you can't go to like places anymore. Um, like going out into going out in the club was difficult for me. Everything there's a lot of things that I really couldn't do anymore. So, so you cut yourself from people, which is not good. In fact, to to help you, so because you need to talk to people, you 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 just need like people around you. So, in fact, when you think it helps you help yourself, it's just getting you worse. So it's not because it's not because of anxiety. It, itself it's just that at a moment of your life when you need help and support you tend to isolate which is not helping it's quite interesting i feel like when you know the good things to do and then you tend to do the bad thing i think it's quite it's quite interesting but lucky enough for me i've been able to be I've been able to surround myself by the people that would understand me and help me to get through it. I had two or three other anxious friends, probably not at my, at my level, but uh, friends that would understand me. So I was like, okay, um, if they, 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 they seem to be living correctly, so I may be living correctly. And, you know, when you are in this shame spiral, I did understand at that point that some people are just losing it. So everything can lead it to depression. Um, and I feel that the border between depression and anxiety is actually very close because if you isolate yourself while you're seeking for, from help, it's just um, not going to be helpful. So you can have, I feel, the two conditions in in the same time, which I was very close to uh, at some point. And I never had suicidal episodes. In fact, I've always thought that I would never understand people that have suicidal episodes, you know, like that they want to take their own life because I'm like, why, why can you, why are you able to do that? Why you don't like so much about yourself that you can't take your own life. But then at really some point I was this bad that I was like, okay, now I actually understand. I understand how when the brain or your body is just doing the opposite of what you want to do and it's just um, too much. I really understood at that point that your body and brain, when they are too intense uh, and you cannot live um, normally and you don't see the exit for it because once again, no one tells you that you can get out of it. Everyone is telling you, or 
yeah, it's going to be like this for the rest of your life. Um, once again, because no one's talking about this. Everyone's saying, yeah, go and see a therapist, go, go and do this, this and this. But no one's really saying like it's the end. So yeah, from that moment, I really understood that it can actually happen uh, to me. But this is not me giving you reason to, to take you to Tokyo on life. Not at all. Because what I'm doing this podcast is just to say to you that, no, there's actually an exit um, and you don't need to have to take your own life to, to end all your problems. Definitely, obviously, you, you should seek for help and you really need to um, find a, and trust someone and to talk about your anxiety. So that's my advice for you, obviously. And I think you did understand that you really shouldn't be defeated about what's happening to you. You need to know that there's a way out because there is a way out. I'm the example of the way out. <laughs> I'm on the other side. And it's it's really, you know, like when I do this podcast, I re I'm really thinking and hoping that people would just seek clarity uh, in their life and they will see that their conditions is not a condition that they're going to keep until the end of their life, if they're working on it, of course, just like I did. And to find and trust people, I think what's best is to educate yourself but also educate the people around you because if you educate the people around you they will know the do's and don't with you they will know that it's not just in your brain or it's not that easy uh it's much more complicated and in a way to be honest when i'm doing this podcast i hope that my friends who didn't understand back then are now understanding how bad it was for me um and how triggering my life my daily life was um to the very minimal event so finding trust people yes but also you need to do some self-care practices for instance and that's probably a hard one you need to cut contact with people you think they're not good enough for you. There's some people, you know, they're just having a lot of negativity around themselves and they just bring you a lot of like sadness or uh, anger or just, they just make you feel anxious. I used to have a boyfriend that made me feel anxious and I cut the relationship with him because I was like, I am not feeling secure next to him. Uh, so I just cut this relationship. Really, you need to be surrounded by the people you want. And I think um, I'll be talking about this in a future episode because this probably helped me to move to Australia. There's also one thing we've talked about this shame spiral. You shouldn't ignore your shame. When you know that you're feeling ashamed from what you have, I think the best thing for you is if you can't talk to anyone about your shame, maybe you should do some journaling. Um, you should write um, what you felt, why did you, what did you feel that, and literally the power of writing is even more deep than uh, talking. 
I'm talking to you right now, but when I really have something on my in my guts to to let it out, I'm writing it, and this is the best thing that you can do. It's literally releasing everything in your brain and and releasing the pressure like the weight on your shoulder it's just very good so these are some practices that you can do so your for your self-care so once again if you feel the stigma don't ignore it talk about it to someone or just do journaling and once again if there's people who really are not helping you and just giving you a lot of shame or discriminate you these are people that you shouldn't be around because they're not helping you to heal sometimes it can be hard because you're, you're gonna say to me well i can't cut contact with my family but it's i think it's it's going to be really easy to say that there's certain topic you don't want to talk to with them I know that, for instance, like two members of my family would have um, problem to discuss between each other. So they would call me and try to arrange this whole situation. And when I had anxiety, I literally say to them, well, look, now it's all about my mental health. I don't want to talk to you about this. If you want to seek for help, just ask someone else because I cannot take your anxiety your pain your hunger anymore this is all about me right now and if people care about you they will probably care about your mental health so i'm sure they will understand as they did for me but if they don't i mean it's your life that you need to really take care about so that's it for today's episode i really hope that it gave you a bit of hope and strength and that you will overcome anxiety just like me Once again, uh, I'm just talking about my own experience here, but if you're looking for some help, you should go and seek for um, the help of a therapist or a general practitioner. There's a lot of charities that talk uh, about uh, mental health um, and that's going to be really helpful. Just in Australia, for instance, there is Beyond Blue, there is Headspace, uh, Mindspot, Lifeline, So you really need to reach out to to them if you want uh, any uh, medical advice. And if you like this episode, give it a review and subscribe to my podcast so you make sure that you're not missing the next one. If you want to reach out to me and ask me some question, I'll be happy to answer to them on future episodes. I'll see you next week for the next one. Bye.